Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. I don't mind it when people unload on me and they have a whole lot of issues and things they want prayer for and I'm feeling good and strong and I'm able to help them. But what do you do when you're down? Well, when you're married, you hope that one of you is up and able to help the other one, whatever the issue, physical, mental, spiritual, or emotional. And so this is a letter that I sent out to a group of my friends last week and also to my prayer warriors. We have been so far behind getting back to all of our friends, I just feel awful and I want to explain. Bud had an issue with a grapefruit size, I used the word tumor, and it should have have been cyst. You told everybody I've got a tumor? It should have been a hydrocele or even a cyst would have been fine. And because it's in his private area, he was really more concerned that I said that. So we have been looking forward to this preparation time because he really needs to have this operation. So he's going in in the morning as I write this. I've already asked off from time on the radio this week, and yet other things happen. So here's the rest of my letter. We uh, have been back and forth to the doctor and finally got this scheduled. And now he's gotten his vaccinations for COVID. Now he has to have one of those swabs where they stick it up the nose. And he's just, you know, not looking forward to that part of it. But at least he's ready to rest and recuperate. And I'm going to be his nursemaid for a week or two. Well, we also have other things coming up. Our radio is sponsoring one of the floats in the George Fest Carnival. We've been raising money for the candy and putting together the float, and I'm supposed to drive one of the Lake uh, County Beauty Queen contestants. Actually, she's the winner. She's Miss Lake County. And so that was all set. That's uh, this Weekend is when we had it, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Today is Sunday. We just have one concert left today. We've been working on the float. James and all of the people at the radio have really come up with a great theme, veterans and patriotism. So they have men and women from all branches, all aspects of service going to be on the float with others walking beside and throwing out the candy. And I kind of, uh, you know, was looking forward to doing that as well until at the last minute, they said, we need a driver. Do you know anybody with a convertible? Well, I had a couple of friends with convertibles, but the first one that came to mind was my friend Linda, who drives a beautiful red convertible. And so I called her and she said, of course, we would love to do that. She's the head of our heart sisters, the one who started that. So In the meantime, Linda and I have been working feverishly on the book. We now have close to 40 stories of the Heart Sisters. We're writing a book with 20 extras and, you know, things in between. 
So I've asked everybody to pray for that as well. And then I said, lastly, my mom turns 96 in May, and she and my brother in St. Louis haven't been able to get their vaccinations yet. So I asked everybody to pray about that, and I would really like to see her for her birthday because last year we missed her 95th celebration because of COVID. So then I say in this letter, I owe so many return calls and emails, and I'm so overwhelmed, and please forgive me. I'm not trying to be neglectful. I even had one of my Bible study sisters who had been so strong in beating cancer for so long. In stage four, she had gone to be with Jesus last week. We had all been praying for her. We have others that have been down and depressed and going through things in their own a lot worse than this. And then I had a little accident. In the middle of the night, just as I was getting up, the sun was rising, and I went out over to our big window that overlooks the lake, and I was just looking at how beautiful it was and praising God, and as I turned around, I heard it tear or snap or twist or whatever it was, my knee, and I fell to the floor. I could not even stand on that foot. And now we're three days away from bud surgery. We have this big thing this weekend here in town. And I have other things I have to accomplish as well. I'm on the uh, board for EEE3 out of Leesburg. It's an educational thing where we get to go into the schools and make a difference with the kids. And then I have another friend who had just finished her book, and I was trying to help her promote it and have her on the radio with me. And we've just been working feverishly overnight night, day after day. And I have three Zoom speaking events coming up. One is an educational professional paid one in Pennsylvania. I had to come up with three learning objectives using the format, terms along with a bibliography, objectives, and biography. And it's been a while since we had done this. And we were actually phasing out this side of the speaking business. But We decided we loved these people, and they had had me five years ago and wanted me to be keynote again last summer. And of course, that was canceled. So now this is going to be through something called Hub, where they can have like a thousand people in the audience, and I can still broadcast from home. So we know God is in control, and we were taking all of this in, you know, stride. But then this happened, and I said, honey... I've got to go to the doctor. And this was on a Friday. So Bud kind of halfway picked me up. We called and we went to the doctor and he said, it's either a sprain or you have a torn meniscus and you're going to have to have surgery. I said, Lord, please. I started praying right there in front of the doctor. Please let this be a sprain. Don't let this be a meniscus. Lord, please let this be a sprain. And he started laughing a little bit. He has a Hispanic accent. And he said, okay, it'll be sprain. And I said, oh, good. Thank you. He said, but maybe not, but maybe not. So anyway, we came on home, got some crutches. He put me on prednisone. And after all of this, you know, still battling the sciatic nerve pain I've had for 20 years where the Mayo Clinic says they can't even do anything. I do have a spinal implant with a remote control, and most people aren't even able to have something like this. So here I am, wham, 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 poor me. What am I going to do? How am I going to take care of Bud? What am I going to do about this weekend? And God said, almost audibly, I told you to slow down several years ago. Ah, take a breath, take a breath. 
no matter how busy you are, no matter what you think you have to do, it's got to be in his time, in his way, and otherwise it's not going to come to fruition. So I told my friends this in the letter that I didn't want them to think I was ignoring them. I wanted them to know what was happening, and I just wanted to let everyone know that I am still praying. Nothing can keep me from praying and thanking God for all of the things that he has given and done. So my friend Linda stepped up. Bud helped me out to the car yesterday to the convertible. We picked up beautiful Miss Lake County, and Linda would not let me get out of the car. I just rode shotgun and waved all the way through, got to see all of our floats from the radio and the booth set up where we were broadcasting, and didn't get to ride the rides this year. Wow, poor thing. Didn't get to ride all of the Carnival Ferris wheel rides. What a shame. And I write this because it's almost in repentance to you and to God that I complain and that I would have anything on my plate when so many of you have so much worse, so much more on your plate that you deal with all the time. So what would I tell others and how do I go about even, you know, preaching a little sermon to myself? We can't answer why bad things happen to good people. We cannot answer why children are born with disease or why parents have to go through things, disabilities, accidents, illnesses. We live in a sinful, evil world. That's all I can say. This is the way it's been since Adam and Eve first did it, and it's been that way through all of the other generations since. There will never be a perfect world. In fact, it looks like it's going downhill, if you ask me. And so in one of the readings that I love in Isaiah twenty nine eighteen, in that day, the deaf shall hear the words of a book, and out of their gloom and darkness, the eyes of the blind shall see. That's Isaiah twenty nine eighteen. What they're doing here is the Pharisees are trying to trip Jesus up and saying, so this man that was born blind, who sinned, his mother or his father? And Jesus says, none have sinned. He teaches a different purpose for this man's blindness. It's to show glory to God. And the Pharisees, who are disabled themselves because they can only see God's law, not his grace, they want to believe that they can save themselves by obeying all of the laws. Well, no one has ever obeyed them, so no one would be saved. God is there for each of us in good health and in lack of health. He is able to be with us while we live and when he calls us home to glory. He's able to shine in every one of his children who will allow them to do so. And his grace is more than sufficient. Right now, my friends, whatever you're going through, I pray that God would grant you that serenity, that peace, that joy, that fulfillment to understand that some things we can change and some things we can't. So work on the things that we can change for good. And when we can't, when you have fallen and you need crutches, use the crutch. When you need a friend, call your friend, your heart sister, so to speak. When you need to go ahead and be able to do things, do them. We have had several people that have offered to take Bud to the doctor tomorrow and bring him back from the hospital when he's had his surgery. We've had people bringing food that we didn't even tell any of this part to. And we've had people that have been calling and sending cards and notes. And, you know, I just thank God, first and foremost, 
for his son, Jesus Christ, who died for me, who gave me new life and gives you new life when you turn your life over to him. And secondly, I thank him for our family and friends here on this earth that we can love unconditionally, that are there for us when we need them. I thank God for all of those who come into our lives, known and unknown, those who we only see for a day, for an hour, and those we will know and love for a lifetime. But in this life, and it's soon past, only what's done for Christ will last. So in the midst of this, am I going to cry? Wah, wah, wah. Maybe for a minute. Whine for a little bit. But I give God glory. I thank him for my friends. I thank him for each one of you listening to this because I pray that your life will be enriched and will grow and that you will know a more wonderful, peaceful, perfect existence because of the only perfect one who ever lived and died for us. And that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So God bless you, my friends, and may you have a very blessed day. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.